I do believe that staying a leader and keeping people hopeful and together in this time is very important. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us today. We are back for season three of Seattle Diva with your host, Naomi Morgan. Enjoy the show. Listeners, we are back with another episode of Seattle Diva. This entire season three, we have discussed coping with COVID-19, and we are connecting with other businesses in the greater Seattle area. And I have an incredible woman on the line today. Her name is Jennifer. Do you want to say hi, Jennifer? Hello, everybody. So Jennifer, our listeners are really interested in all of these other businesses and different backgrounds that we have of people on our podcast. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, of course. My name is Jennifer Washburn. I am the owner of Advanced Skin and Body Solutions. We are located in Bellevue, kind of right above the Mercedes Porsche dealership, a little east of Whole Foods on Northeast 8th. And we do medical spa services for Bellevue and all the surrounding areas, even as far as Hawaii, people have flown in. I've gone there for a lot of different services, and you do everything a typical medical spa would do. Is that correct? Yeah, no plastic surgeries. All the injectables, anything that's non-surgical ways to improve upon how you look without going like under the knife or having to have a lot of downtime with anything. Most of our things have no downtime. And it's a very reputable place, so you should definitely get in. Especially when this is all over and we are back in business. My next question here, how has the COVID-19 affected you and your business? Well, it's been a very interesting journey for me personally and for my business as a whole, I believe it's been a really great learning opportunity to just really boil down to what's actually really important and what our values as a business are. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to use it as a time to kind of reflect on the message we want to send to our patients, which always was, we want to take care of you. That was always the message. Now more than ever, it's coming through because, you know, we can't, we're not making money right now. We're closed. Our doors are shut. So how can we communicate what our basic values are to our patients and our entire clientele without, you know, trying, it's not all about money. It's about being a good person and trying to stay together and be a community. And that's really what I think as a group, me personally, I've really, it's really become a big focus of mine right now. And I think my team has kind of come along. I mean, they're unemployed. That's one of the main things that we've had to do to stay afloat right now. They've all had to be temporarily laid off and gone on standby. But I want to hire them all back as soon as possible. So we want to be back up and running as soon as it's safe. But we're not going to be back up and running until we are told that it's a safe thing to do and that we are not being a danger to our society as a whole. Because we're all pretty young. I mean, the people that work there are young. Mm -hmm. But we, we don't want to be a part of the problem. We want to be part of the solution. I mean, these are words from a real leader because I completely agree with you. You know, there's a certain point where it's just not about money anymore. It's just about what is the integrity of the business. And I totally hear you on that. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I really, and I think it's kind of, you know, for people, we've been so busy. Our lives are always so busy. Everybody around, everybody that I know, like including yourself, you have your own business. We all work really hard. I'm surrounded by people who are just very hardworking people. We keep our minds occupied with busy, 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 you know, going to work, making money, running around, doing this. And then to have this time as an opportunity, it's forced, sure, but we have an opportunity to do something we've never had the opportunity to do to this degree before. And I think we're going to come out better for it. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think it's a good opportunity for everybody, whether, you know, whoever they are and whatever business they're in, and everybody's affected on some level or another. There's not one person that I know that doesn't have a story or some way that they're struggling in a different way. I mean, even, you know, we think, oh, don't pay your rent. The landlord, well, you know, it might not be possible and some people can't pay their rent. I totally understand. It's not that they should or shouldn't. It's just that the landlords are affected too. Everybody Mm -hmm. from people who are the people that work to the people that own, everybody. We're all in this together. What a great opportunity to not just the country or not just our state, but the whole globe to kind of come together to find out how we're going to deal with this kind of alien invader like I kind of think of it as war of the world oh I know Um, gosh I totally want to watch that too just because of that I was thinking that too yeah so I have a question for you if you don't mind I'm wondering how did you know especially in the beginning you know everybody was kind of on the fence like is this really serious or is this being blown out of proportion remember when we're just kind of unsure of what it was Uh, how did your clients react to that you know it's funny because in my industry, when people want things done, they seem to be really focused on, at least at the time, I mean, this is back in the beginning of, you know, end of February, March, when we're just kind of hearing about it, and mm-hmm. then people were not really that concerned. People were not concerned. They were just like, oh, I'm young. I can't get it. It's not a big deal. It doesn't bother me. That was the way everybody was kind of dealing with it. And we were not mandated to close at that point. I mean, we're talking, I think this was the beginning of March. I, uh, yeah, I was getting my cool sculpting <laughs> on, like, at the very on, end. What, yeah, what day? Was that at, at the end of February? I, no, it was in March. It was in early March. It was in March. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you came in. I mean, we all were kind of, like, going about our business. It's, it's kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind for a lot of humans. I mean, that's it's a kind of a survival tool. We have to kind of deal with things on a certain level like that so beauty and self-care is important to people it makes them feel good so they right. were still coming in was there a point before you could feel the split before you could feel like some people were canceling and some people were adamant about getting in was there anything like yeah. that it was yes we were considered either the very good guys or the very bad guys to people because when we were staying open the last couple days we were just like okay we're gonna just stay open. We're going to have precautions like we always have followed, definitely all the sanitizing, but we're allowed to stay open with these precautions. People were calling and going, you know, they were mad at us for being open. And really, then when we, yeah. And then when we had to close, cause we were forced to the next day, I mean, it went from, you know, one day we were allowed to be open with precautions to the next day we had to close. Then people were mad because, you know, they couldn't get their eyelashes done. I mean, it, it, got, it got kind of ridiculous. Like, I have an eyelash out of place, and what am I supposed to do? And that's what people were saying. We had a couple yeah. people that were actually kind of angry at us, and I and I just told my front desk, just remember, people are just frustrated. This is a frustrating time. Nothing about anything is true anymore. Mm-hmm. As it went from what everybody knew. All their routines are suddenly changed. So there's going to be some anger and some frustration that's taken out at other people. That's just how it is. And I think probably people have settled down now. <laughs> they just probably took off their eyelash extensions and <laughs> let their gray hair come out. And, oh, you know, boy. People just can't get their things done, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I will definitely be making an appointment when you open up again. So 
you have a very reputable, very successful business in basically downtown Bellevue. I'm wondering how it is someone like you and a business like yours is coping with this entire pandemic. And you kind of shared a little bit of that in the first half, but is there anything that you can share with us that might be useful to others as well of how to cope with this entire pandemic? Yeah, so business perspective, we've been doing Zoom meetings with my team because although they're temporarily laid off, I do believe that staying a leader and keeping people hopeful and together in this time is very important. So we're doing Zoom meetings. We're getting very familiar with Zoom, and a lot of people are, which I think is going to be a very valuable tool moving on even when we don't need virtual meetings. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be great. That's kind of just our team perspective and kind of keeping things connected. As far as what I'm learning, I'm attending webinars and doing things that I never have had time to do, but a lot of the webinars that I'm attending right now are about some of the stimulus package and how to best utilize that to make the best decisions to keep my business going forward. I'm in a good position to weather this storm, but it's always nice that there's some benefits when something like this happens that can help everybody and that kind of keeps the whole wheel turning as far as all of the businesses. Unemployment right now is a good package for them so they're not in a panic at Mm -hmm. this point but I want to be able to hire them back. I wasn't planning for something like this in, in any way shape or form but I've always been very conservative as far as I didn't finance a bunch of things so I've been able to stay afloat and I know I have enough in the bank where I can keep going for a while without any business. So I'm very fortunate like right. that. Yeah. So that's been great. That's a, that's kind of a business thing. And I am really looking into the best way to utilize. There's something called the paycheck protection program that they have. Yep. That has to do with borrowing money, but then it's forgiven if you use it for hiring people back. I'm going to do everything possible to keep my business afloat. And then hopefully when we return, we'll be better than we were because we will have survived, we'll be more efficient. Um, this is great to know all the different avenues we can use to educate everybody. And like this podcast, I mean, I've thought about doing a podcast. We're, we're just like looking into all these opportunities. And another thing that's been great is we've been offering virtual consultations. So when people can't get in, which they can't, we're still trying to meet up with our clients over um Zoom meetings, um, even FaceTime right now, or just even a phone call, sometimes just to connect with people. And it's not necessarily because they're going to get a deal. We haven't offered gift certificates or anything, any discounts. We haven't done that because I just feel like, for me, it looks like we're being desperate to sell people things. And right now, my primary motive is to connect with people so they come back to us, hopefully May 5th, when we hopefully open. Mm-hmm. and. We're a stable business that they can come back to, and we're going to make it as the same as it was before all this happened as much as possible, except we're going to you know, be probably extra careful with Lysoling the door handles, you know, in between people when they come in and everything, we, you right. know, just the front door even, things like that. It's as silly as it sounds, but I think I will forever do that many times a day now. It's weird how this is going to change us completely. It will. It's a life-changing I, I think opportunity or moment because we will never be the same. So I think I read an article about grieving the loss of what it was. So I think we all need to allow ourselves time to grieve 
what probably is never going to be the same for our kids too. I mean, my daughter, she's, she's 26. What am I? What if I lose my job, mom? I'm like, well, you're lucky you're still working. <laughs> Mom's not getting a paycheck right now. Right. But, but, you know, she's still working, but it's never going to be the same for her. You know, it's never going to be the same for your child. It's, I had that same conversation role. with my daughter. She's like, oh, mom, I have to move to another place now. I have to work all the way in Seattle because she lives a little more south. And I was like, I don't even have a job right now. I can't even listen yeah. to her. Yeah. 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 And it's, I mean, it's a, the, the perspective is going to be different. So it's kind of like grieving even the loss of like this, this kind of Disneyland world we had planned out for our kids. We thought we did so well and the kids are growing up into this world of everything is there and in abundance. And what I keep remembering is even though we're at, we're at home, and we are sitting here and we feel stuck, we still have everything, or I have everything I need. Like, I, I'm not tragic, like, in my human household right now. And I have food. I mean, there's been times when people don't have food. Mm-hmm. This is, we have food. We can get food. So, mm-hmm. and for people who can't, I hope they are utilizing all the resources available. I know that a lot of people don't know some of the resources available, and that's one of the things that's education or even turning on some of the webinars or helping people who didn't know they could get a $600 extra check as long as they put their name in. There's people who don't know all the things that are available. Thank you, Jennifer, so much for your time and being on our podcast today. You have a lot of knowledge, and we are honored to have you participate in our Season 3 series. I am very honored to have been a part of it. Thank you so much. And that's it for Seattle Diva. We will see you next time. Have a good day, everybody.